0: Welcome Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And today we get into the conversation of Revelation's lampstands. So, when it comes to Revelation and the lampstands, here's our verse. Uh, then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. The voice was in, as you'll note here, red letters, right? So whose voice is this? Jesus. Thank you, Bible translators. I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, and that voice said, Write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches. Uh, I looked to see the voice that was speaking to me, and on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands... Hey, look, his voice was like a trumpet. It was like a
1: like trumpet. Like trumpet song, lift call, your call voice. And
0: in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man. All right. So... Seven golden lampstands in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man. So it's almost, I'm almost thinking, well, who do you think son of man is? Obviously, Jesus. Jesus. We have the red letters, right? So you almost have this focus of like Jesus in the middle, in the midst of it, and then seven lampstands all around him. Now, do you guys know where lampstands, which is like the lamp, if you will, of Old Testament, sacred Old Testament, uh, it's like there. a seven pointed trident? Sure. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Aquaman. <laughs> uh, <yep. laughs> sure. Put on fire. Sure.
1: Whatever. It's a firebender thing, right anyway.
0: Well, yeah, so you're thinking uh, Hanukkah, right? The menorah, things like that. Yeah. So this is uh, uh, got the lamp, and then you got all these branches that go out with fire, uh, which, you know. We'd either think candles or we'd think like oil constantly keeping it see i don't know about the oil part that wouldn't make any sense to me well i've never
1: seen an oil one with seven lights like it's always been oil with one versus not seven
0: but we're gonna get into some zechariah stuff with the lampstand later i don't want to overly complicate today's lampstand but then we get into conversations of oil and things like that so with this particular one, we have Jesus in the middle, seven lampstands all around us. And again, if you're unfamiliar with ancient times with just a lampstand in general, and you're unfamiliar with like the meaning behind lampstands, this already sounds like complete gibberish, right? A little bit, yeah. And then I saw Jesus. And there was lamps everywhere. <laughs> it's like, just No no fiery tridents. Yeah, fiery tridents everywhere. So, where are we going with this? In the Old Testament, uh, what was the importance of a lampstand? Do you guys know, have any idea where it pops up in important places? I mean, I remember the, the...
1: The temple? The reason for Hanukkah is the oil lasted for more days than once.
0: Oh, now oil and lamps can go together. No, it sure. doesn't.
1: That one still doesn't for me. I still don't understand. Like, if it was one oil lamp, yes. But multiple oil into the seven, I don't get it. But apparently that's a thing. So I'm just referencing the thing.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. You mentioned the tabernacle. Okay. So the in or the temple, which is the same thing. So we've got, like, kind of a progression of holy space throughout the Old Testament, right? The first temple is the Garden of Eden where God dwells. The second temple, more or less, is is, uh, uh, the tabernacle, which is a mobile tent of sorts, where Israel will walk through the wilderness, set it up, bring it down, set it up, bring it down. Ark of the Covenant goes with them, which God is thought to sit upon between the cherubim. So, like, there's sacred furniture inside of the tabernacle. slightly off topic, Mm -hmm. but... I
1: knew you were going to do something. Would they ever get tired, like, I know they eventually went to a permanent thing, but like, did they go to a permanent thing because they got tired of setting up and tearing down all the time?
0: Like, was that ever mentioned? I feel like- I have worked in um, mobile churches before, so I understand your uh, sentiment here. (laughs) (laughs) But one is pre-Promised Land, right? Okay. And the other one is, now we're here, so let's set it up. And actually, God never told them to make a temple. You'll remember, uh, this was David who was like, He went up to a prophet, he's like, I want to build God a sacred space. Like, I got an awesome castle I live in, and God's got a tent, you know, like, it doesn't feel right. Let me build it, let me build it. And the prophet's like, Yeah, sure, do it. Sounds great. Why would God not want that? And then the prophet goes home, and God's like, I don't want that. <laughs> so, well, uh, it's not exactly that he didn't want it, he just told him, Hey, Go back and tell David, like, all right, fine. I'll let you build it, but you're not going to do it. You're going to have your son do it because you're not in a place. I think it was more or less like there's, it's been so long since I read it, but I think it was like there's blood on your hands. Yeah, that's
1: what I remember.
0: Yeah. So you're not going to do it. Solomon can do it. Solomon wasn't great either, but Solomon builds the temple, right? Uh, So this is like the permanent dwelling. And in the first tabernacle, well, okay, in the first tabernacle, there's a lampstand with the seven branches. And that is meant to, like, you come into God's presence, all the furniture means something. You come into God's presence, God is, if you will, he's the light to Israel. There's bread there, God is the sustenance to Israel. There's other things present, like, all, all of the tabernacle is huge in symbolism of who God is so in the first tabernacle the tent one one stand seven branches and the big one Solomon builds everything's just I was going to say on crack but that doesn't sound right <laughs> <laughs> grandiose thank you That's that means better what I meant <laughs> in, in Solomon's temple it's like uh, uh, it's five, ten lampstands five on each side okay uh, but what about the Garden of Eden? That was God's temple. What do you think was if you would think of a lampstand there? What would you think of anything? Wouldn't all the trees be like a lampstand to God? Well, okay, so this this would be uh, what I've heard proposed before that makes sense to me. It's the way that that seven branched uh, Lamp kind of looks like is sort of tree-like, right? The way that the branches all come out and things like that. I mean,
1: kind of. It's more symmetrical than normal trees are, but yeah. Yeah,
0: but with the high, with the high uh, um, symbolism of of the tabernacle, and the tabernacle is supposed to very much mirror Eden. The way that Genesis talks about God creating the earth, they use the same language when it talks about God empowering. Uh, the builders of the tabernacle with this Holy Spirit to build the tabernacle. So it's supposed to be seen as like a mini Eden. So
1: okay.
0: when you're thinking of like, why is this lampstand here? Why does it kind of look tree like? The idea is like, think of Eden. God is in His presence as the tree of life. But then
1: they light it on fire, <laughs>
0: which you're super into. I don't <laughs> Well, I know, but it's like burning trees. Casey and things being on fire but not dying that just sounds like epic casey i'd be into that but yeah okay all right we digress again now we're in whose presence in revelation jesus presence who is god right and around him as though we're in the heavenly sacred space, the real, real tabernacle of which Hebrews says like everything on earth is just like a a shadow of the real thing, okay? Here we are in Jesus' presence and around him are seven lampstands. Now, I hate to spoil this, but... (laughs) Spoiler alert. We gotta get a... (laughs) the, The Bible has been spoiled for a few thousand years, okay? So, Jesus in the middle, lampstands all around him. Jesus is going to tell us in, like, another three chapters or so. He's going to say the seven golden lampstands are the seven churches. Okay. Okay. So, Jesus just said, write to the seven churches who are, and then he's, and Jesus says, write to the seven churches, and he's standing between seven lampstands. Then the Bible clarifies what are the lampstands they're the churches which brings us to the question we're in the sacred space Jesus is here in the midst of it he's got a message to the lampstands the lampstands are churches how do you think metaphorically symbolically the church fits as a lampstand it produces light sure which means like what <laughs> well can you think of other verses where the church and light come together or anything like that well I think kind of like um, you know Jesus is light because he is God and he like has that glowingness about him Mm -hmm. sets him apart from everyone else well we as the church are supposed to be the body of Jesus so we also should have that Yeah, I like that. Arise and shine, right? So you've got this and shine give God the I didn't mean to set off your song sensor. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jesus is is the light, right? Light of the world, if you will. And in God's presence in the old testament there was the true light here in this lampstand. And here's God as Jesus in the New Testament. And in his presence, here's the light, these lampstands. As Olivia said, I'm mansplaining, I get it. But the lampstands are the church. The church is Jesus' body. Therefore, just as Jesus is the light of the world, so the church then becomes the light of the world because they continue to live out who Jesus is, right? So great, I was... I was not headed there yet, but you just, like, skipped a whole bunch of (laughs) things. Yeah! Other times where the church and light come together. See if I can find the verse right away.
1: I don't remember off the top of my head, and honestly, I'm brain dead today.
0: You did move a lot of things, from what I understand. Uh, Jesus talks about... um, You are a city on a hill, right? Um, How does that make uh, you light? Yeah, I wish I could. Isn't there a
1: don't hide your light under a
0: bushel? I think it's actually in the same general statement,
1: yeah. (laughs) I remember that song, but I don't remember the melodies of that song right now. City uh, on a
0: hill verse. What are you laughing about?
1: I'm pretty sure he purposely is trying to set off my song monitor now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, I don't remember it, so I just,
1: just the light. There you of go. Mine. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna let it shine.
0: Okay, but you're headed there. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, in the same way. This is Jesus saying this. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. But some people do put it under a lampshade now. But still with the purpose of giving light without burning your eyes. Candles versus 700 watt <laughs> light bulbs. A little bit of a different scenario. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, I, I've it, there was a while back where I was like, it might have even been like the first time I really started paying attention to Revelation. Like, no, the church is the light of the world. No, Jesus is the light of the world. What did Jesus just say here? Let your light shine before others. No, he said, you are the light of the world. Jesus actually calls his followers the light of the world. Mm-hmm. They're a city on a hill. In other words, like, especially in ancient times, like, everywhere is bright. We got street lamps. I'm I'm confusing my old street ancient we have Street lights, Rift street lamp stands everywhere. Uh, everything's bright. We we can't even see the stars in urban society. It's just too bright, right? True. But yeah. in ancient times, like if it's dark, it's dark, and you can see some light from a distance. But think of a city on a hill. Like can't really miss that one. It's not covered by any tall grass or trees or anything.
1: Yeah, that's why Gondor put its beacons on hills. I so hate that, that that
0: analogy works, but yes, you are correct. Uh, so like Jesus is like you are a Gondor on a mountain, right? A Gondor be shine in the whole world.
1: How did we make a Gondor reference? <laughs> I don't know, what but
0: I think we just made a reference to the new title of this video. You are a Gondor beacon on a mountain. Everything the light touches. <laughs> no, know that's different. Oh, yeah, right. <clears throat> you can't go to Light King on this one. Uh, but if it seems like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Everything the light touches. Yeah, yeah, I got there. <laughs> if it feels like, whoa, 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 Jesus is the light of the world, don't you make your church out to be that. No, the Bible actually, Jesus looked at his church and said, You are the light of the world. Your point is to be so bright that you're like a city on a hill. You're a gondor on a mountain. Everybody noticed that. They see it. Michael Heiser talks about, like, if we were to see the world from a spiritual landscape, everything would be pitch black except these Christians walking around. You'd see light in those spots as though, like, we're illuminating uh, the spiritual darkness of the world and bringing heaven in type thing. Uh, So I'm imagining that right now with, like, night vision. and It's really weird. (laughs) Uh, Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, right? Little light of mine. No one's gonna put it out. I'm gonna let it shine, right? Because that's that's the point the the point is to be bright. the point is to get people's attention How do you get people's attention because the light itself in Jesus? statement here also has its own symbolism as Christians doing certain things They may see your good works. Give glory to your Father in heaven. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works. So light and good works actually belong together in some way. A lot of Christians don't love that because then it gets into this like, whoa, 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 I'm not earning, I just am light. It's like, Okay, Jesus understood like, if you're going to shine brightly and the world's going to take note of you, good works belong in what you're doing. I've seen plenty of Christians who don't shine. (laughs) Okay? In fact, I've seen plenty of Christians and we've heard plenty of stories where the church has brought darkness into the world through negative actions. And there's some humility there because we've all done it, because we're all human, right? I'm not here to like cancel culture things like we've all messed up and been and permeated darkness at times. But, but, the church sometimes as a representative of, of itself has just been darkness, you know? Like out screaming at people and trying to like destroy people's lives and condemn them to hell and things like that. It's like, that's not good works. You're not you're not showing people who Jesus is. You're not leading them towards something better and greater and, and shining before them. You're just making them have more reason to not like us. So, all this being said, Jesus is about to write to the seven lampstands, to the seven churches, and about to give them instructions as to how each lampstand, each church, needs to um, bring some conviction into its life to be light. Because as it ends up, the seven churches that he's about to write to, not all of them have it together. I like to call that section of Revelation Jesus' Yelp reviews. Because <laughs> he's got a lot to say to the churches about, eh, tried the food, wasn't great five out of ten you know <laughs> we'll, we'll get to there later there's oh a few boy. churches there's a few churches that really have it together but then there's some other ones where it's like yo, cut that crap out what you doing you know so like uh, even in Jesus' statement to light lampstands it's partially like good works let it shine before others the way you live let it shine before others you are my body I'm the ultimate light as Revelation will eventually get to, when God comes and lives on the planet in fullness at the end, it's just light. There's no more night, right? Because God is the light of the world. But in the meantime, Revelation doesn't paint us as small. It actually lifts us up quite a deal say, you are God's representation in this world, so go and shine. All right, any final thoughts there? You are a Gondor on a mountain. Set your wood on fire so the world can watch you burn. And the beacons are lit. The
1: world calls for your aid.
0: And Gandalf will come. <laughs> Eventually. Hang on, we're still working on this. <laughs> Go defeat a Balrog, they're fake light. I don't got any more. About. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, what analogies to the Lord of the Rings world did we miss? Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> down below.
1: And see if you can beat me to the first comment on the video. Or uh, join us on the Discord.
0: And we will see you there.